Yes, we are live, baby. Today we are interviewing a talented musician of, I believe, Brooklyn or I think Jeffrey Velez. We are interviewing a, a musician I met at a show who was he was so incredible. He was so in, so insanely talented. He actually caused broke up some some friendships, some possible relationships, some uh, some people who uh, no longer will speak to me based on this musician. Everyone, I want you to put your hands together for the incredibly talented Jeffrey Velez. Hopefully he can hear me when he comes in the room. Hey, hey, how you doing there, Joshua? Please don't write anything about pooping on the uh, Instagram feed. That was not cool. <laughs> I didn't tell your mom because I don't want you to get in trouble. Uh, I'm waiting for uh, Jeffrey. Hey, what's going on, Jeff? How you doing there, boss? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. If we have any connectivity issues, I'm taking this like uh, auto, auto, on, on audio where, we, where I'll just call you through Facebook phone because I got to have this interview for you for the podcast. So I just want you to know if it starts freezing up and, you know, you start, you know, everything goes haywire. I'm okay. going to definitely call you through that. Because yesterday was crazy. The networks were all uh, jacked up on everybody. So I noticed that the, the audio did seem to go down once I got on. Yeah, it, it's it's like real crazy right now. I said I noticed that the audio had decreased uh, once I hopped on. Yeah, my uh, iPhone. I just found out this uh, about an hour ago. They changed. They uploaded this new security thing on iPhones. So they could track people's COVID-19 interactions. So it, it's real crazy. But uh, there's there's the audio all acting crazy. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So how you doing, boss? Are you... Everything is everything. I can't complain. I, I just... um. I've been uh, just home working and uh, trying to stay safe, stay, you know, not, not go out too much and do as much music as I can. Um, it's definitely a lot quieter out here. For sure. Even though my city is starting to open up again, it's still, you know, still like we're in the pandemic time. So it's not too much happening around here, but. Well, what, what is your city, Jeff? I, I honestly don't know anything about you. And I, I, I looked everything up on you. <laughs> So I'm from Norwalk. I live in Norwalk, Connecticut. What? Jesus. Born and raised. And uh, yeah, so I, I I went a long way that night to go to Philadelphia. I still yeah. can't even remember exactly how I got hooked up to get to Philly, but uh, <laughs> so it was a long ways from home. Well, I want to talk about that night. So I'm out here. I usually about which one? About which part? Uh, the entire night. It was. It was. It was a. Uh... I was very angry with you, and I'll tell you why. I was angry because, and this goes back to a story Redman told. Redman used to go to Brooklyn. You know he's from Newark, so he used to go to Brooklyn to do uh, rap contests. But people would get mad because they thought he was a ringer because they were like, this guy's got to be signed to a label. When you came in and played, you played so incredibly well that you upset the other two artists who were behind you. And 
they felt like you should have been a closer, but I didn't, you know, I didn't know. I would have put you in, and had I known that you would have made the crowd so crazy. The crowd went insane over you playing, and, and I'd never seen the crowd that wild. I mean, this is a so far crowd. Everybody's sitting on the floor drinking wine, listening to acoustics, and suddenly you right, come out. Right, you set you set the goddamn stage on fire, and and we were like, and, and and I was like, what is going on out there? The other two artists were so upset with you that the lady who went out after you came out. She extended her set to forty five minutes, which pissed off the last guy. It was it was a nightmare, and I remember I remember exactly what I said to you. I'm not going to say that here. But I was just like, yeah, I was like, you can't do that. You can't, you can't get in the ring with Tyson and not know it's Mike Tyson. <laughs> so then I go on YouTube and I watch all these videos of you playing. And I told, I told the director at the time, I was like, why'd you put this guy on first? He killed the show. It was like nothing we could do afterward. <laughs> we couldn't do nothing. Man. It was insane. Yeah, no words for you, huh? <laughs> Man, I had a, and I had a great time. I didn't know that they were gonna receive me in that way. I, I had no idea of what. That was my first so far show. I don't know what to expect. I'm walking into this office building like, what's going on? What am I about to experience? And it was just a rocking time. Everyone was loose, tipsy, having fun. <laughs> I was like, I was just like, why do you do that to me, man? I was like, why do you do that? I'm sitting there. The next two acts had to go out, and 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 now so far doesn't do opening and closers, but if you have somebody who's like as talented as you, you put them on the end. Uh, there's the uh, connectivity. We're going to take. The, we're going to pause this interview, and we're going to take it straight to audio. Because I can tell this this is going to be a challenge. This uh, network is all crazy. So we'll be right back after these commercial messages. We're back. We're back with Mr. Velez. How you doing, man? Awesome. So you can so you can hear me clearly now. It's good for your audio. Yeah, I hear you fine now. It was it was it was uh, Instagrams were really plugged up because everybody's doing their live concert shows and it's really jacking things up. But um, I, I still Say want to that go... again. I just want to make sure that I get you clearly. Yeah, I can. Can you hear me clearly? Yes, okay. It's good now. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I, I got through some of the questions. I wanted to know, do, do you know that the, the, the artist that went after you Still doesn't speak to me based on that show. <laughs> how how badly how badly you cool that night. <laughs> how badly you killed her set right after you. She still doesn't even speak to me, man. It's ridiculous. And, oh wow! And you usually are the one that organizes all the, the silly shows. No, no, I just I just like MC and do the photography. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so so far has so many components that you know, like, um, and rarely do you have a photographer MC. But because I MC, I'm like, well, I'll do the photography as well, and so then that gives somebody a break and they take off that night. But um, 
I also sit on the. I used. I don't know how we're going when we restructure it now, but uh, I also sit on the team of people who pick artists. And I wasn't there the night they picked you, and um, I didn't know anything about you. And then you showed up, and you like devastated the scene, man. It was like insane. And uh, and I remember the last two artists, man. They were just like they 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 were they were playing they were play pipping. You came in on the scene like on something on another level. So I'm going to, I'm going to jump on this one. My question. I came like I, I mean, I, like I told them on the mic, I worked overnight that night. I had nothing to lose. I've been up all day, all night, drove, you know, three hours. <laughs> I'm going to leave it all right here for you. It, it was crazy. Cause you, you definitely uh, went in, went in like nobody's business. So as talented as you are, I can't, I can't believe that that wasn't your first uh, situation when you made artists jealous of you. So I want to know what's the music scene been been like for you being so talented? Um, it's actually um still a a lot of work. It's a lot of dry uh, out here in Connecticut in New England where I'm based at. Um, the hubs for good music are really spread out, so you. you I have to do a lot of effort or up to Springfield or to Rhode Island or more often New York City um, and uh, and so it, it takes it's, it still is a, a lot of work and it's, it's still the same hustle and um, I enjoy it but it's uh, it's a lot to keep up with out here because everybody is so far apart just graphically you know right right but you what you start to see you know it's it's not that big of a scene you see, you see a lot of overlap everywhere you go whether you go to new york you see people you know or a lot of places in connecticut all over the state you, you run into the same people who's out here creating and and playing their music so i like that part of it and i don't mind driving so it's, it's kind of a cool, cool aspect to it but it's definitely not like when i lived in new york and all you have to do is just you know, walk over to the next bar and, and you could have a completely whole different scene with completely different musicians that you'd never see in another place. You know, it's, it's wow. way more um, spread out over here. Well, my next question is, how did you develop musically? Because I just watched about 15 of your videos, performances on YouTube under um, another, I'm not sure if that's your account, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, uh, Al Alverlo, but uh, yes, he's my he plays bass in my band. Oh, okay. He has some some footage of us as well. Well, yeah. How did you develop musically? Because you have a distinct style, and every band I've heard coming out of your area, no one sounds like you. I I, I um. I began a long time ago. I started playing viola as a child, actually. When I was eight years old, I played viola for about 10, 12 years. And um, then when it came to the point where I needed to replace the viola, it was just a little pricey to get one that would be my size. Right. So I got a guitar instead. This was maybe like 14 years ago. Jeez. And uh, I've been playing guitar, you know, ever consistently. And I studied music in college. I went to Brown and I studied music there music theory and history and I went to um, Manhattan School of Music to do jazz performance after I graduated in Rhode Island wow. and so um, I did a lot of training and I studied with a lot of classical teachers jazz teachers um, studying harmony, count everything from you know harmony and counterpoint 
So I've done, I did a lot of work as a student, but only very recently when I moved back to Connecticut about three years ago did I say, okay, now let me get out of the classroom mode. Let me do something with this professionally. And I started, you know, sharing some of my work. I was playing out more. Um, putting on shows. I it took a while to put the band together. It took about three, three years in total probably to get all the members kind of in place. Mm. Um, so it's been kind of a long journey, but I began as a child. I've always been playing music for as long as I can remember, in one way or another, or writing it, or or um, always listening to it. That's, that's impressive. My, uh, my next question for you is, uh, you, I just saw that you did this incredible live digital streaming concert, and it was really, really good. And I wanted to know, and, and it was like very well produced. Are you going to release like some sort of album for all these live shows that you do? Or are you just kind of just developing? Yeah. The one that I did, I am intending to go back and release it again. Your voice is away from the mic on your phone. Jeff, your voice is away from your mic on the phone. So much new, new songs that I want to play. Like, owning them and working on them. That I, feel, I feel they've reached their, the end of their line. So I, I feel, the final practice of the beat them and then making the new songs that are, that are coming. Sounds a slightly different sound. It's still me. I still my style. But, um, once we bring Yeah, Jeff, your uh, your your mouth is away from the mic on your phone. You having tons of connectivity issues. So you go back on tour. Are you going back on tour next year? I will. I hope for this going to be your first stop? Um, hint, hint, Philadelphia? <laughs> Say that again? About Philadelphia? Yeah, I said when you go on tour next year, what's going to be your first stop? Philadelphia? Ooh, I gotta get back to Philadelphia. I had a blast. Wow. I'd never been before. That was my first time in Philly. Oh my god, I wish I'd known. I'd, I'd have hung out with you longer and, and, and took you to some great spots. You'd have had fun, man. I'm, I'm so sorry. Oh but... man, I wish. I wish. I, I ended up going back home the next I tell you what, if you uh, if you bring your band down here and, and we can get a, a good well next year, we get a concert hall. You know, I'll pack, I'll pack that thing. I'll like start. Mm. I said, if you get a concert hall down here and bring the band. I love listening. Listening rooms, people appreciate. Yeah. 
It sounds like some motorcycles running by. Yeah, I know how that is in Philly. All right. And my uh, final three questions is, um, the first one is, how can we as fans support your career as a musician? Um, well, now that I finally will be having a, a, a record, something tangible that people can have, uh, one of the big ways that they couldn't support before but that they can now is material support. You know, they'll be able to support by, by buying the, the record and, and listening to the music and, um, and supporting me in that way, which of course will be meaningful to me. But to be honest with you, the reason why I even opted to make the first project a live project is because um, live is where I feel most comfortable. Right. I'm not a big studio. I love to perform. I love to play for, for people. It touched them in the moment. And so if the, the, the second biggest way to me that means the most to me support me is to simply just make the effort to come out and see me, you know, you see that I'm coming to your town, whatever the case may be, or if it's a live virtual show, um, because that's when, when, when I get discouraged or when things get a little bit hard to, to stay motivated, it's remembering that that keeps me going, that if you play, you may touch somebody, you know, and that, that trumps even the material support in some ways to me. I got you. We appreciate that. Uh, my other question is, um, what's what what's next for you? And 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 you? Now, I mean, outside of the pandemic, what's next for you as a uh, as a talented singer, songwriter, musician? What's next for you? Are you are you take world domination? Uh, you want to run for president? What's next? Belez twenty twenty. What's next? Okay. Well. I I get inspired watching a lot of my my heroes. They they bring such a, a depth and, and deep work ethic to, to what they do, and so that's really my goal. I I want to take because you know I have I have the pleasure to work with some of the most talented people in Connecticut where yeah. I reside. But at the same time, I know that we are capable of greatness, like actual, true, legendary greatness. But at the same time, that, that takes time. It takes work. It takes it takes hours of man and woman power, all with the same united purpose. And so I, my goal is to really, like, take time, work on, my, on shedding what I have to work on, and to finish getting my 10,000 hours in and to really strive to get my, my band to see see it in the same manner because um, off vibes alone, off of us combining our talents as they exist right now, we, we make beautiful music. But I know that there is, we can be transcendent with, with just a few, a few thousand more hours. And so I want to get those thousands of hours in with them, you know, and be unified in, in purpose and intention with them. I like um, that. I like and that. that's is how you mentioned world domination that made me struggle <laughs> but that's that's yeah. how we would conquer the world yeah to me that's the only way we could do it yeah, yeah just put right. you know legendary amount of hours in your words prick my heart because they make they remind me that i must continue to practice and focus on on photography and and all these other things that i do instead of like you know putting it off for, uh, till tomorrow it needs to be done today 
Uh, speaking of photography, yes. do you have a photographer? <laughs> I don't. I would love one for the team. I, I thought I found one, but um, she ended up moving out of state. Yeah. Um, so if we ever get to work again, that would be nice. Yeah. But, well, um, if you make it to Philly, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm your guy. That, that's like designated Boston to like work for the team. And that's 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 uh, all. That'd be awesome if we, we could uh, if I could do some photography work for you at your next concert in the area. And my final question is: Where do you see yourself in the future? In the near, uh, in the near five year mark? Are we are we talking like more concert and touring life, or are we talking maybe production? The, um, the concert and touring first rather than the production. Yeah, I see that. The studio really is, is not my my um, cup of tea. I, I really love to play and perform if, if I could find a gig touring in somebody's band as, a, their, um, as their lead guitarist or, or something of that nature. I would love that. I would love to uh, tour through Europe, whether that's as a headliner with my own group or uh, like I said, playing somebody somebody else's, um, just playing and seeing the world and experiencing music through that lens. Um, you will probably see me doing that, more of that, more than you would see me with my head buried in a studio somewhere. Although I do enjoy the process. It's just not what, it's not what you know, fills me up with joy. Well, well yeah, I, I can see that. And I love playing that guitar live for somebody. I, I can tell from the way you play. I can tell. I want you to know that in spite of our connectivity issues, I've had a lot of fun talking to you, man. Um, I, Likewise. I, I hope we you. can do this again over uh, in the studio or at a, at, a, at a local location or near you sometime in the future. I would love that. So keep in touch, and if there's, if there's any way, if I'm ever going to be down in the area, I'll be cert certain to reach out. I, I would appreciate it. Thank you very much, Jeffrey. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go, and I'm gonna continue to uh, talk to, on the podcast. And I want you to know I really appreciate you. You can find Jeffrey Velez's music on YouTube. Uh, any other places right now? On YouTube, there's um, a few clips on my IGTV, full songs okay. um, and live performances. Uh, and the tag for that is at Call Me Velez. Yes, follow him on Instagram. Are you on Twitter? Not on Twitter, but that's also my tag for Facebook as well. Okay, well, follow him on Facebook and Instagram and support his movement. And when he comes to town, you'll be blown away. Thank you so much. This will be on Spotify and Anchor.fm. Thank you so much, Jeffrey. It was so nice talking to you. I will talk to you later, boss. Thank you, Mark. Have yourself a good night and be safe. That was Jeffrey Velez. He is a talented singer-songwriter from Connecticut, apparently. Uh, and I want you to know that... Uh, what, what is the name of the show? King Sand Questions is brought to you by the good people at 1030designs.com. If you need a website... If you need a logo, if you need 
some graphic art done, go to 1030designs.com. If you are looking, and from the good people at Honeybush Hair Studio on 6037 Market Street, if you're looking to get your, your hair done and you want it done right, go see those ladies. They're incredible. Have a good one. I hope you find more and more grace, mercy, and peace out there. Thank you.